Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. We've made it to Wednesday. It's June 23rd. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's what we're watching today. The Biden administration says it won't meet its 4th of July COVID vaccination goal. Plus, one month out, what you need to know about the Tokyo Olympics. But first, today's one big thing, the pandemic's wake-up call for manufacturing. An Axios exclusive. According to a speech scheduled to be delivered today, the Biden administration will say the economic disruption of the pandemic shows that America needs a new industrial policy that invests in more manufacturing jobs. Hans Nichols is here with the scoop. Hans, let's go back to the beginning of the pandemic. How did that reveal the current situation with American manufacturing? PPE, right? There wasn't enough personal protective equipment for our first responders and medical workers. And that really awakened, and this was during the Trump administration, obviously, that America had sort of a supply line problem and that they didn't actually manufacture things that they needed to protect its own citizens. And so this conversation started happening then. It probably started happening during Donald Trump's campaign in 2016 when he talked about hollowed out America, how he's going to bring back manufacturing jobs. Joe Biden's sort of seizing on this, taking it up to one more level and saying, we need to invest a lot more in supply lines and R&D, and we need to have the hand of government guide a lot of this and that free markets alone can't help America. How much is all of that going to cost and who's going to pay for it? Well, the overall price tag is around $4 trillion, right? This is the Build Back Better agenda that Biden campaigned on. So Brian Deese is the director of the National Economic Council. He's one of the main domestic and economic policy drivers uh, in the Biden administration. He worked on the campaign. Prior to that, he worked uh, in the Obama White House. He's really taking the lead on this. What's happening today is that Brian Deese is really giving the whole intellectual architecture for it, the whole theory of the case. But, you know, look, this they need Congress for all this. I mean, the side story to this is that Deese will be meeting with congressional officials, senators, as well as over on the House side, trying to figure out just how to get a one point two trillion dollar package across the line. Right. They're talking about four trillion on what they think the economy, what they think America needs to sort of be self-reliant. And that's the case they're making here. This is about self-sufficiency and self-reliance. And that the next pandemic or the next crisis comes along, America may not have the luxury that it had this time in trying to play catch up. How are they going to overcome the systemic problems that led manufacturing to leave the U.S. in the first place? As you said, this has been going on for decades. So they basically want to have government work as a starter engine. And they feel that they've diagnosed sort of market inefficiencies and that if the government goes in with R&D, as it did in the 19th century, as it did after World War II, that it can go in and make investments that benefit the entire economy. So what they're trying to do is sort of kickstart, jumpstart those sectors of the economy. But the numbers, you know, they're not great, right? I mean, since the peak in 1979, you've seen like a 35% decline in manufacturing jobs. And that doesn't even account for population increase, right? We saw some of them come back under President Donald Trump. Before the pandemic, about 500,000 manufacturing jobs came back. But then he lost all of them during the pandemic, and he was definitely down at the end of his presidency. So, this is Biden's attempt to uh, and, and Deese's attempt to sort of make the argument for why there should be these kinds of investments. Axios' Hans Nichols covers the Biden administration. Thanks, Hans. Thanks for having me. In 15 seconds, we're back with the top COVID headlines of the day. 
Welcome back to Axios Today. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here are some of the COVID stories we're watching today. Yesterday, the Biden administration said it likely won't meet its goal of vaccinating 70% of U.S. adults by the 4th of July. Still, the White House said most Americans can safely celebrate the holiday because cases and deaths remain at low levels throughout the U.S. The CDC also said yesterday that every adult COVID death at this point is entirely preventable thanks to the available vaccines. It also says the vaccines are still effective against the Delta variant, which is becoming the dominant strain in the U.S. Former CDC Director Tom Frieden spoke about the Delta variant yesterday on Axios Recap and told host Dan Primack that COVID is here to stay. The virus is not done with us yet, and we see this when new organisms enter the human race. They adapt quickly to people and they learn. Uh, Unless we learn and adapt quickly, we're going to have more and more problems in the coming months and years. Speaking of which, South Africa is experiencing a full-blown third wave of the coronavirus as daily cases have doubled there over the past two weeks. The New York Times says Africa overall has one of the lowest vaccination rates of any continent, with just 3.3 doses administered per 100 people. Compare that to North America, we're at 69 doses per 100. Today marks one month to the start of the Olympics, so we invited our chief technology correspondent and Axios's favorite Olympics attendee, Ina Freed, to tell us what we should be looking forward to. Welcome, Ina. Hey, Nyla. Great to be here. Ina, so you're a credentialed journalist covering the Olympics. Who else is going to be attending this year? So there will be media from around the world. There will be the athletes and very small official delegations from the various countries. But that's about it from outside of Japan. Japan did make the decision this week that it will have some amount of local fans. So people from within Japan can go to the events uh, to about 50% capacity with a maximum of 10,000 spectators at any one event. What kind of COVID-19 procedures are going to be in place for these games? Very strict for all the people that are coming from around the world. Whether you're an athlete or a journalist like myself, you're going to have to test negative before you travel to Japan, test negative when you land, and then very limited travel. So basically, I'll just be going to and from my hotel and the events. And it's fairly similar for the athletes as well. It's a protocol that relies very heavily on isolation and not so much on being vaccinated. For those of us watching on television, it's probably not going to look that different, Ina. Who should we be keeping an eye out for? So a lot of familiar names from the past. Um, The U.S. women's basketball team got announced this week. It's a lot of the folks that you would expect. A lot of athletes that we'll all be watching, starting with, uh, of course, Simone Biles for the U.S., Allison Felix and track. Softball is making a return to the Olympics. And a couple Olympians from quite a while ago, pitchers Kat Osterman and Monica Abbott, are both going to be helping the U.S. try and win as softball returns to the Olympics. Some names that won't be there, uh, Ryan Lochte for swimming missed out on a chance. Ina Fried is Axios's chief technology correspondent in next month covering the Olympics for us. Thanks, Ina. Thanks, Nyla. Before we go today, yesterday we told you that you can now text me directly. We're using a service called Community. And yes, to answer some of you, this is real and it's really me texting you back. So far, we've heard from listeners in Canada, Missouri, Georgia, and more. It's so great to get questions, feedback, and story ideas from you all. Here's the number again if you'd like to join in. Text me at 202-918-4893. 
And let me ask you a question. I'd love to hear your answers to this. What does freedom in the U.S. mean to you in 2021? Do you think as a country we've changed what we mean when we talk about freedom? As we head towards the 4th of July holiday, we're reflecting on that. If you can record a voice memo on your phone, include your name and where you're from, and you can text it to that new number, 202-918-4893. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.